This is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. And we're Nerds with Words, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Put put a tube in a shoe and just smoke it from a shoe? Nah, it's just a, it's just a ball and a bong. That's it. Sometimes sometimes it's got to be a pipe in a shoe. Oh, no. <laughs> that crack. That, it is too dirty. I need pure, clean crack. Oh, Walter, can you pass <laughs> me the very dank, clean crack that's in the cupboard? What do you mean? They talk all the time. When they go bark, bark, they're saying something, some shit in dog language. Maybe he's like, <laughs> maybe he's got that SPJ nut, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that that, that thick baby boy nut, you know what I mean? glazed donut boy. Okay. As long as there's crime... Next to the wall, he will be there. You ain't got shit! You ain't got my crack! Some people confuse him as a giant block of tofu. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Drop a Load. It's like always, I'm Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And it's your boy, your boy, SPJ. SPJizzle, man. Back on the seat, bro. Back in the saddle, back in the hook, you know, back in the front seat, skirt, skirting all over the place, doing donuts and on on a Walmart parking lot in Hell the yeah. middle of the daytime, not nighttime because we ain't pussies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's Walmart no law park- stopping us. Yeah, Walmart parking lot's gotta be, it's so different. Like in the daytime, it's pretty much empty all the fucking time. <laughs> but then you go at like 5 p.m. and that shit is fucking. That's just jam packed, boy. Everybody there. I don't know. The Walmart I go to, if you go past 9 a.m., it's crowded. Well, but you go to the Walmart that the fucking uh, Casper the Unfriendly Ghost car is always parked at. And that makes it more crowded? Dude, that's, a, that's a spectacle, bro. People uh, go to enough. see that. Yeah, man. people go to see that as an attraction, and people go there to buy cheap perfume called the Panty Droppers. And that Walmart, based on its location, it probably sells weed. Probably. It's somewhere in there. Somewhere uh, in weed, there. Weed capital of Florida. On the low low. Yeah. Maybe even on the high high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, they're like, they're is, that just, a, is that a saying? They just have like lemonade stands, weed, five cents, a bag, no, a dime they bag. No, never sell it for five cents. Well, I mean, you know, it's just to keep novelty, but they actually is like, like maybe like $50 for like announce <laughs> or something <laughs> are you making up these fucking prices right now of course what do you mean of course oh, what okay like okay let me give you let me ask you a question when you um, when you entrepreneur right and you're selling <laughs> a product don't you set your own prices of course but either based on the competition or based on what you think is the dank price yeah what's a fair game uh-huh so this these these uh these weed these these pot pipe sellers could sell at any price they want yeah pot pipers Pot pipers. Yeah, they sell pot pipes, bro. Pot pipes, my, you know, yeah. you know how did you know Michael Phelps with his pot pipe? You know, back in the days, Michael if, Phelps. Per- Michael yeah. Phelps, a swimmer. You don't know who you're talking about? Yeah, but wasn't he like doing like bong rips and shit? Yeah, he had like they had they had. That's not, not a pipe, my but guy. But there's like. Like you gotta understand, there's three <laughs> levels of pipes. There's the beginner pipe, which is the one you see everywhere. There's the intermediate pipe, which is like you know a cornfell pipe or some shit like that. Then you got the expert pipes, which might as well be you know the bongs and shit when you when you shoot fat rips. And then you got the experimental level where you just for a gas mask and all kinds of weird shit that people do. Fucking put put a tube in a shoe and just smoke it from a shoe. Nah, it's just a, it's just a ball and a bong. That's it. Sometimes sometimes you gotta be a pipe in a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to smoke weed with SPJ. <laughs> Some people do that shit. Like they like, oh, I can't I can't buy a bong so I can rip fucking doomsday cloud. So I gotta go get a pipe, a PVC pipe or some shit, 
and fucking put, <laughs> and fucking attach it to a shoe and cut a hole and just put a lighter on it. I don't know if that's safe. I love bro. how he's fucking lecturing you on this shit. Look, yeah. look, drugs ain't never safe, and it makes it more exotic when you make it even stupider and not uns- and more unsafer. Yeah, I've heard. Wait, is it healthier if you smoke from like an apple? If you make like a quick like nah, like a one hitter from an apple? Nah, that's the same. Maybe. It's like a makeshift vape. Maybe it might smell like apple core or whatever, apple flavor. But it doesn't make it healthier? Because I'm sure it's got to be healthier than a shoe and a PVC pipe. <laughs> like, no, but, but see, <laughs> like, that's something else, under, bro. But you don't understand. People don't give a fuck. <laughs> they just need it now. Why do you think, why you think people just go everywhere and just do fucking crack and jack heroin into their veins? Because they need it now. They don't give a fuck how they get it. It could be the most filthiest fucking needle coming out of someone's ass. And it's still do it anyways. He says all this shit with such authority when he knows it's such BS. Well, he's what? Really, what do you mean? What do you BS? mean? He's from the streets. His motherfucking nose, bro. You're not gonna sit here, even if even if you were not from the streets, when you were from like fucking suburbia and you think you gangster. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna tell me that a crackhead will never will be like, oh, it's like, oh no, <laughs> that crack, that it is too dirty. I need pure. Clean crack. <laughs> no, crack. He'll be like, give me that shit. I don't give a fuck where it came oh, from. That is, that's true. That's true. I've never seen a crack. You're in- like, oh, Walter, can you pass <laughs> me the very dank, clean crack that's in the cupboard? No. <laughs> These are the fancy crackheads, bro. <laughs> the, the rich, the rich kid's like, oh, Watson, go get me my fucking cocaine pipe. Well, if you're rich, you you don't you're not doing crack, man. You're probably doing cocaine or yeah. you're doing some other. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but like it's gonna be. It doesn't matter. Some, like, some it, pills. It's, it's still gonna be the filthiest cocaine. They don't care where it can be. It can come from the toilet. It can come from. Yeah, yeah. Well, somewhere. It, not if you're rich. I feel like if you're rich, they still have some sort of standard because they have the money to get the clean cocaine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did hear a story of uh, of Steve-O before he sobered up, of snoring cocaine with like, with like blood on it. You just gotta get it right. Sometimes you just they gotta get it right and get how they is. Yeah, I guess yeah. If you're withdrawing, you'll take it. Yeah, like apparently he went into like his uh, drug dealer's house and he would. The drug dealer would sometimes like leave leave his door unlocked and he just walked in and the guy was like passed out in his bedroom and Steve couldn't wake him up to save his life. But you know the guy used to like shoot up and apparently sometimes blood will get in places and there was like little like scraps of like cocaine on the table. And like some bunch of blood all over, and he just like scraped it all up and like went for it anyways. Mad dangerous. Yeah, and on top of that, he knew he knew for a fact his drug dealer was HIV positive. Why did he do that? And he still did it. Just gotta do it. I just told you. Get, I mean, when you a fiend, you got a fiend. But you don't get anything because you know HIV dies when it's outside of the body. But you know he didn't really get anything. It's from still it. scary as fuck. Oh yeah, you, fucking you, around you, with that. Anyone's when, blood. When, when they go in on that shit for the first time, you think they're scared or like. Oh, I'm a cocaine addict now because I was scared, but I still did it anyway. No, they they don't give a fuck. They, yeah, they I, go I, do cocaine to do it. I feel like once you're an addict, then yeah, like if you do it like passively or if you do it like from time to time, then maybe. But if you're an addict, then you're definitely not gonna. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't care. You're not gonna so care anymore. Look, the, the, you get the, the they get they get the clean cocaine or whatever, but then sniffing off a table is not even good enough with a, with a bendy straw. Now you got to go get a dollar. Then you know how dollars are nasty as fuck. Well, you just get the crispest one, man. That, and then, you know, you have to go beyond that. Then you just want to sniff coke off people's asses. And then next thing you know, you're... Specifically, you're sniff- like, females' asses. Yeah, or female tits or female bodies. I don't know. It's weird, yeah. it's weird that they do that. But 
Yeah. But then, you know, he then, then <laughs> some, <laughs> that draws the line for yeah. him. He's like, no, no, uh, I, I, he, he's a type. Of I guy. know, right? PVC pipe in a shoe. That <laughs> makes sense. Do I like storing coke, coke off a fucking chick? No, that's fucking weird. I can't take that. SPJ is a tr- type of drug addict that be like, okay, dude, we were having fun, and now you brought chicks into this. <laughs> like we were snoring coke off each other's dicks. Now you're bringing chicks. You this is fucked up. There you go. You snort, you snort cocaine off of fucking people's dicks. You know where that shit's been. Like, Dick, you know what a dick's been in your pants. Well, you know, nice, nice, always been in your pants. There could be, there could, there could be, there could be something Thanks, in SBJ. those pants. The more, the more you know. I'm trying, I'm trying. He's this guy's like, oh no, all, all crackheads, all fucking dope fiends are like, oh, they make sure wherever they do, they're they're sniffing, they're snorting, or they're smoking. It has to be clean. I'm like, no. Who said that? Somebody said that. Yeah, I just you just said you just said, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> He's like that shit is that shit's crazy. Like that's ridiculous. No, no, no. It happens. I didn't say nobody did that. I'm just saying that's fucked up. Nah, but you said it in a way that was like, I don't believe that shit. Okay, he, so he's just speaking my truth right now. <laughs> no, you told me that. I mean, to, you you came out to me be like, like no, that's no, no. Who would do that? I'm I like, didn't what? say that. You're, so you're gonna sit there and tell me you don't think anybody. Well, ever, if they need to go fucking rip a fat one and they don't got a bong, they're going to go make their own makeshift bomb and, like, fucking put a pipe in a fucking shoe and cut a hole in the bottom. Sure. And smoke away. I never disagreed with you. What the I fuck? I you never disagreed with know, me man. again. I, 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 I feel like you didn't really believe him about the PVC pipe and the shoe. Wait, does it matter what type of shoe it is? SPJ? No, it does not matter. What if I got, like, a sick-ass, like, some pair of pooms? Hey, do it, like, some 95 pooms? Why not? Why not? Like, you can even get your fucking, uh, your Jordan 67s or whatever. Go, go. <laughs> whatever. What, 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 whatever. They're J's or your Yeezys, you know, so for, jo- for now. Jo- Jordans were out in 67. <laughs> whatever, they, whatever number they are. Or you can get, like I say, your Yeezys. You can get your, your Frieza, <laughs> your Frieza brand of Yeezys <laughs> and just go, go at it. Just fucking. Those probably exist. They do, no, right? They do exist, they're yeah. Dragon Ball Z, yeah, yeah. Yeezys, yeah, that one. Goku. Not Yeezys, but yeah, they're Dragon Ball Z Adidas or something like that. Yeah, no, they're the Yeezys. Well, I thought Yeezys were Adidas. Oh, never mind. Exactly, Yeezys. Uh, but they do have Dragon Balls. They're Dragon Ball sneakers. I don't know that much about them, but I know that they exist. This guy's acting like he's never looked <laughs> he's into speaking his speaking out of line. Into his Frieza sneakers. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> his Freezy sneakers. His little Freezy Freezies. sneakies. <laughs> Freezy sneakies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I, I, oh, I hope you take this lesson, and when you see a crackhead, always assume. Yeah, and give him a ride. They've they've done it. They've done some crack in some fucking weird places. They always assume that they're down to suck your dick for crack. But actually, that's not true. What do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He got serious. Hold up. Never true. Well, half true. Some, some. <laughs> <laughs> Backtrack. Some, some will do it, but then someone will just straight up rob you and just go buy crack somewhere else. That's true. That's true. But if they look weak, then they'll definitely suck your dick for it. But if they still, you know, haven't been worn down by the crack and they look kind of tough a little bit, then they'll beat you up for it. Yeah. I, I'm wondering once everybody gets past uh, cocaine and crack mm-hmm. and weed, what's the next, what's the future drug? What, can you can you guys give me like a fucking future drug name with, like, I mean I mean I know there's kind of like future drugs now where they just mix a bunch of drugs together and like oh it's a super drug now. Well I don't know like I guess Molly is newer yeah, than like coke and shit. Like yeah that's Molly. that's like that Frankenstein shit. Uh, but then like it, would you consider like lean a drug when they mix like cough syrup and like sprite 
No, I don't think uh, that's not a drug. It's like death. What? It's <laughs> not like a drug because you don't get addicted to lean. What do you mean? You're taking it. It's a drug you're putting in there. It's like codeine. That's what it is. It's codeine. I don't know. It doesn't seem like you can get addicted to lean. You just probably taste good. Oh, no, these motherfuckers act like they're addicted to that garbage. Yeah, but I think, but I don't think this may not be as addictive as like cocaine or heroin or anything like that. The crack, yeah. Crack, butt crack. The dangerous crack of them all. That's the most dangerous. If you if you were SPJ, if you were to get like, if you were to get deep into a drug, which one would it be? If you had to pick one, Damn. Which, which one would be the SPJ like drug? Of the, choice? S- the, the SP the SPJ drug lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. If you if you were to like start like doing one of them, which one would it be? Damn. Which one? It, it has one? it has to it has to be the same, the same drug that that uh, sparked all these musicians to write their songs and stuff. I want some of that. It really depends. Like some of them is like weed. Not, but I mean, some of them is like. It has to be more weed because weed because weed doesn't make you just makes you mellow out. It doesn't like make you see crazy shit. It depends. It depends on the person and what what you smoke too. With a sativa, it gives you some energy and you fucking start like getting creative and shit like that. You think so? I think I think it has to be some kind of mind altering drug to like let me see crazy things. Like you you do some shrooms or some LSD and then you wake up and you're like wake up and I had to have a have a a billboard hit in my hand. Dude, I wrote (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I wrote baby 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 featuring Justin Bieber or whatever. Uh Ah, and like it was a hit. So you want you want that? You want some like hallucinogenics? Yeah, maybe in my season, because maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it might be too some scary shrooms, though. Some shrooms. Yeah, I do, I do like mushrooms. <laughs> well, you like the like on pizza, right? That's yeah. <laughs> so wait, let me ask you something. I'm, I don't know too much about this, but if if I were to go get shrooms and I cook them, will they still give me the same high? I don't know, but I'm guessing so. I feel like. I I feel like if you cook them, they won't be as potent. But I think. But they'll be, be delicious fun. as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I need to. I need I'm to sure they taste completely different. I never did. Yeah, I've know, never I'm done mushrooms, sure. but yeah. I'm sure they do. What about you, Pouch? If you had to pick one drug, which one would it be? Um, which one seemed to you more like? What's What's the pouch drug of choice? Yeah. <laughs> what drug take, would you put on your pouch? <laughs> taking a pouch and just fucking snorting whatever's in there. <laughs> a kangaroo um, pouch. <laughs> yeah, kangaroo pouch. Just pretty much, uh, 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 like, what, which was it? Was it acid? That's a hallucinogen. Well, I mean, yeah, it, that, that one and like shrooms, but shrooms is like more, uh, I guess, because acid is just a bunch of chemicals and mushrooms is just like from the earth. I guess shrooms. I, shrooms. I, I don't mind hallucinating. Hallucinating. Yeah. Hallucinating. Jesus, I can't English. I know. Like you, you think think about it. If I eat shrooms and hallucinate, I also hallucinate if I'm de- or, uh, dehydrated as well. Yeah. So it's like natural drugs all the time. <laughs> I don't yeah. think any of them are like fun, but I feel like I feel like cocaine would be the most fun. I feel like it's, it's the most active one. Think so? Like, maybe. like you, you do it and then you just like get super active. I, I guess that's why they call it nose candy because it gives you like energy. It makes you hyper yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like, like that's, sugar. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get more shit done on that one than other stuff. I feel but like. it's super fucking like uh, super addictive. Addictive, yeah. yeah that's but what I, I'd be scared but about. But if you're going to get high, might as well get get high the best. Like, what's the point of getting high and like just nod out on the couch like a fucking heroin addict? <laughs> like, that just seems stupid to me. If I, if I did, like I said, I'd get the one that makes me gives me the most creativity. Above from what I already have now. It has to be. If it's not, if it's the same level, then fuck it. I don't want it in my life. I don't need it in my life. Damn. Damn. SPJ say no to drugs, bro. Yeah, that's what I say no to drugs. 
And yes to crackheads. <laughs> Asking to suck his dick. <laughs> yeah, say yes to, cra- to crackheads if you need your dick sucked, but, but say, say no to drugs. Yeah, and say yes to PVC pipes in the shoe. Hunk a dunk. I think it's like hunk a dunk. I'm gonna look that up. Nobody's ever fucking made a bong out of a shoe. Man, man, come on, man, come on. I'm sure you're gonna find it. If you don't, it's still out there. It just hasn't been documented. <laughs> <laughs> That's SBJ's homework for the next party. Is to show up here with a. No, PVC my next homework. I want to find out about these shrooms if you cook them. I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. If you cook them, boy. Anyway, El probably knows, right? Fucking saute them, bitch. I don't know, <laughs> Alhano hit us up. I haven't heard from him in quite some time. Yeah, Alhano so. looks like he, he does a couple of drugs. I don't know. I don't know. I like his dogs. <laughs> his All dogs, right. I don't think he does. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe not now. Because his I dogs like would not allow that shit. Yeah, maybe when he was younger. I feel like at one point, you know. Yeah. His, his dogs are too cute to allow him to do that. <laughs> All right. So cute dogs don't just... Don't do drugs hey. just like cute girls don't do drugs either, right? No, cute, <laughs> yeah, cute, <laughs> you know, cute, cute dogs is you can't, you know, it's hard to say no to them. All right, when they, when they ask you for things, it's hard to say no. I, I feel like you're already on shrooms because you're like fucking talking about dogs talking to you. What do you mean? They talk all the time when they go bark, bark, they're saying something, some shit in dog language. <laughs> That's even too much for him to fucking get Well, that's too much dude. of a stretch. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're know, right, my boy. I know. I know. You you right to think I'm right, my boy. <laughs> so, um, last week I decided to cancel the podcast because a good friend of mine from uh, middle school, he came into town. He lives in Arizona uh, because his dad was like in really bad shape. I, I'm bringing, I'm going to bring the pod down because it just kind of came into my mind recently. Um and his dad was in really bad shape, and he passed away. Um, I think on Tuesday at the hospital because he, he like my friend didn't even get a chance to say goodbye because he wasn't conscious when he got when he finally got there. Yeah. Um, and he just wasn't like visibly distraught in any way. He was just like, yeah, that sucks. He wasn't really that. From what I could tell, he didn't, like, express it very well. He didn't really show that he was sad. And, like, I think of the of the, of the the week he was here from Tuesday through Saturday, of the five days he was here, mm-hmm. he showed, like, he had, like, two moments of candid sadness, but that's it. No tears were shed, nothing. Between his entire family, I didn't see a single tear shed. And I just think about that, and I'm just like, a lot of people mourn in different ways. Like, it's just... Because, like, when, we, when when Eugene passed away, most of us were a wreck for, like, at least a day or two. Yeah, but how 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 long ago was his dad sick for? Because you got to take that into account. Not it, at all. He just, he, he was, it was sudden. Mm. Very sudden. Like how, how old is his dad? 86. I feel like that has to do a lot with it, too. Like, age. I feel like when your parents get it to a certain age, you start expecting it to happen. Even if you expect it, because, like, it, I don't think you can ever fully mentally prepare yourself for, for losing someone like, like like that, you know? Yeah. Because even, th- even if you try to mentally prepare yourself, it, it when it happens, it's still going to hurt. Yeah, what no about... what? He, maybe he just, like, didn't show it, but... He's, I, I kept himself, asking him, himself, like, are he, you okay? He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. I have a few regrets about our relationship. Um, but overall, he's like, I'm okay. My family seems fine. They don't really talk about it very much. I mean, I was there. At, like when they, It was a weird thing because like, it wasn't a viewing. It wasn't a wake. It wasn't a funeral. It was called a moment of goodbye, which is like one of the heart, most heartbreaking things I've ever heard. Um, and what they did was that they gave them a room for 30 minutes, and it wasn't a big affair. It was just 
the three the three of them him his sister his mom and and I went because I asked if I could go because I I've known him since middle school I've also known his dad since middle school as well and again not a single tear was shed they spoke pretty casually not a, just far far different from how we dealt with Eugene's death you know yeah like really really different I mean, how was their family dynamic were they I mean, close as a family no not really yeah that's a, they were, to they me were just, Eugene was like a brother yeah but. You know? That's his dad, you know? Like, that's, that's his dad. It's just... Maybe... Like, I know people that if their parents died tomorrow, they would be happy. You know what I mean? Because it all depends on their relationship. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I just... <coughs> like, I, I almost started crying a yeah. few times in, in front of them. But I had to, like, like, swallow it because I'm like, it's their father, their husband. I'm an outsider here so i don't want to cry in front of them but there were a few moments where i almost started crying because like even if i didn't know him it's still sad because i've known this guy for so long mm-hmm. so well, well maybe maybe uh i think of like three things maybe he didn't show it there but in private but you know stuff you know he mourns you know the way you know yeah that's does. what i'm thinking too maybe he does it in private by himself he did it i guess so but like every night Every night after work, he's like, "Do you want to hang out?" Like he just didn't want to be around his family. And whenever, whenever we we're out, he would he would talk a lot about his dad, but he never really was sad about. Maybe when he, he is. Maybe he's. Dad. Maybe yeah. he is sad, but he's not showing it. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. inside, yeah. internally, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because that that's but, pretty much when Eugene died. That was me at work. Like if the people I didn't tell what happened, no one knew that anything happened. Exactly. I acted the same. If they joked, I joked the same. So it just, it maybe it has to do with that. Maybe he doesn't want to show anybody, maybe himself. Maybe he does cry when he's like, not even maybe in his room when he's maybe in the shower. Who knows? I I did ask him multiple times, like, "Are you okay?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm actually yeah, okay." But, so. Yeah, you gotta understand. They're not. If he if he's like that, he's not gonna tell he's you. Not gonna he's, like, yeah. he's, he's not gonna be like, he's just holding internally. He, I don't know. Like he wasn't dishonest about most of the things he talked about. He was pretty intimate with what he uh, with how he felt about his dad, and he expressed like a lot of details about his relationship with his dad and how, like, why he didn't feel as sad as he should have been and he felt guilty for not feeling as sad. And then, then there it's is complicated. Reasons. It's complicated. And I just, you know... I mean, like, I'm not saying it's weird. I'm just saying that, like, there really is totally different ways to mourn. Like, yeah, I, that's all. Like, that's what I'm just noticing, the juxtaposition, because we're, we're coming up on a year on Eugene right now, mm-hmm. and I still, like, it's, it's very vivid. My memory is very vivid. The first day when we found out his funeral, like, it's all there, and, like, it's still really sad, and we're, most of us were crying. I feel like it all really has to do with just the relationship behind yeah. the person, even if they're related to them, you know? Uh, there's people I'm related to that I might not know well enough that I might not even cry when they die. You know, there's like cousins that I know pretty well, but I'm just not close with them, that sadness will be there, but I'm not going to feel like terrible about it. You know, when my grandma died, I hadn't seen her in a while, and I felt like shit because I had an opportunity to see her, and I didn't, and I felt bad about that, and I, and I, I you know, I did feel very sad, but exactly a year after that, her husband died, who I've known, he's, like, he's my step-grandpa for many years, and I didn't shed a single tear when I found out he died. Not a Again, like, I'm not questioning it. I'm not asking why. No, I know. Why. I'm, I'm that's just... what I'm saying. Like, it, it just, it, I think it just depends on yeah. the relationship. Because even though he was there a lot, 
and he did help me, there were things I never liked about him. You know what I mean? And I didn't, I didn't feel happy. I didn't really feel sad either. I just felt like, oh, okay, that sucks. But I didn't really think about it too much. So I think it just depends on the relationship you have, how it's going to go about. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, like, again, I wasn't really looking for an explanation. I, I, like, there's plenty of reasons why he didn't react and didn't, didn't mourn. I just, you know, just it's just interesting to observe, you know, mm-hmm. how vastly different people mourn and how vastly people react yeah. to death. And how, va- you know, it's just, it's... It's it's just it like it was very like interesting to me and I just I just felt like I needed to point it out like mm-hmm. it's again because of how close we are to the anniversary of Eugene's death you know like it's it's that, that's all like I just yeah. wanted to make note of how differently people mourn because even the, again I've never f- known his dad very well I mean like again how well do you know your friend's parents you never really know them very well because you mostly hang out with your friend not them. Yeah. But even I almost started crying a few times because, again, like, I just react to death like that. Like, death hurts. Yeah. Even if it's someone I don't know very well. We also, like, even within our group of friends, we kind of, at least I realized how different we were. Like, some of us really yeah. love to always talk about Eugene after it happened, and yeah. some of us didn't care to talk about it all the time. Yeah. You know, i just rather not talk about it right now, and eventually I'll talk about it, but there's people that just want it to talk about it all the time and that they felt better just remembering him like every second of the day. So there's so many different ways to yeah. just, you know, mourn. That was the, that was the most drastically different one I've, uh, the different like method that I've dealt with so far. Like, again, like, yeah, I know, like, trust me, we all kind of dealt with it in our own way when it happened last year in various ways. It's crazy ways. that it's a fucking year almost already, yeah. huh? But his was, to me, the most jarring. Like, that he could just feel seemingly emotionless, at least in front of me. Like, he made it very clear, like, he was okay. But, yeah. but you're right, he could have... But I'm not saying he... I'm not I'm not denying anything you're saying. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. you know, just pointing out how yeah. differently everybody yeah. grieves. I also do feel like, you know, uh, for example, with my, when my uncle passed away, it was cancer. Like, we knew it was going to happen, so... Although I was sad, the feeling yeah. was not nearly as finding out, you know, Sudden. a healthy person is just yeah. not there. And, you know, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm it, sure it, we, Im- it impacted you. And I'm sure you were really sad and it hurt for a bit. Y- yeah, it did. But I never, like, I remember when I was sleeping and my brother came. He laid in the bed next to me. He hugged me and he said, Our uncle died. And I. Closed my because I was twelve at the time I think, yeah. and I closed my eyes and I cried to sleep, mm-hmm. and I went back to sleep and I slept for like six hours, and then after that I never cried again. Mm-hmm. Like I never cried in front yeah. of my parents. Like I I'm not sure if I was visibly sad or not, but I just didn't cry. Yeah, you know I I I don't know maybe when I was kid when I was a kid I wanted to, it, it seemed to like I was tougher if i didn't cry or something but i that's one thing and then you know so i mean like as a kid for me specifically i i I didn't understand death yeah i didn't get it like i didn't feel the impact of it i just didn't understand the finality of this person just never being there anymore i think what also was different with me is like because my uncle ended up being at hospice because he had cancer yeah and i never wanted to go see him I wanted to have nothing to do with it. I didn't want to see him. I thought I was going to see almost a corpse of someone who wasn't my uncle. And one day my mom dragged me over there. And then that day when I got home, I cried a lot when yeah. I saw him. Then the day or the, the two days after that is when he just when he passed away. 
So I feel like I mourn him more the day I saw him, the way he was, rather than after he passed away. I don't know if maybe I felt that it was better that he passed away because he, he didn't look yeah, happy. You, you know? you, I mean, you would never want to see someone you love so much in so much pain. Yeah. Like, that's what, what my... Yeah, same thing with my friend. He didn't want to go to the hospital, actually, because he didn't want to see his dad in that in that state. Mm-hmm. But he had to because they waited for his... His sister and his mom waited for him to get there so they could make a decision as a family on what to do. And the decision was already made. The doctors couldn't help him. Yeah. It was hopeless. What did but, he die of? It's it's kind of an interesting story. Like, not an interesting story. It's kind of slight, slightly long. Um, it's from a previous problem that ne- that just, like, that was resolved but not followed up on, which is a, tend to be a case a lot. He had a lot of – he had apparently a few aneurysms all over his body um, that was – removed like a few of them were removed um like a few years ago uh it's all it has to be done by surgery and they left one that was benign because it was fairly harmless and then uh what he went into the hospital for a respiratory issue uh he they they thought it was emphysema so he and he insisted that it was a breathing problem so they they fixed that and he was okay and the next on like on sunday he was on how he was happy he was recovering seemed like he was about to go home the next day he was rushed to the icu on Monday, and that's when they and then that's when they called. That's when they called my friend. Like you need to, you need to get here now. And then on Tuesday, while he was in his layover to 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 come over here, uh, he was in Arizona. He laid over in Houston, and in Houston, they called him and said his heart stopped. They had to resuscitate him, but after they resuscitated him, he wasn't waking up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they they found out there were the aneurysms were popping up all over his body. There was like a three, like two or three of them, and. He was so old that there was no way that he that they he can go under the knife and survive. So yeah. they're just like, there's nothing we can do. He's eighty six, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty up there. It's really old, yeah. So they they just said what we can do is, um, we can put him on a lot of painkillers and then we can unhook him some from the life support machine and just let him go peacefully. Mm-hmm. They he told me that um ten minutes after they removed him from the life support machine he was gone. Yeah. So he was he wasn't coming back. No way. So he never, he didn't get there in time? He didn't get there in time to say goodbye. So he got there in time to see his dad in the worst possible way on the verge of death. Yeah. So he said, he kept telling me, like, I don't even want to see him, but I have to go. So, like, he, he went and he saw that and he got nervous while seeing him at the funeral because he didn't want to see how how messed up the body was and so on. But, yeah. but like I said, he, he maintained relatively good spirits throughout. Like, he was very, like pensive about everything he was he was very reflective he kept thinking about his relationship with his dad and it just boils down to the fact that he said that he didn't know his dad his dad was a very closed off guy he didn't want to be bothered with his kids he just wanted to watch tv and read his newspaper and not be bothered with anything and therefore he didn't know his dad and therefore like he had a kind of like a strange relationship where he didn't. They didn't talk. If they talked, it led into an argument. It. It. it just, there was just no. Yeah, no just closeness. Didn't. Nothing. And again, all, I know all of this contributes to the way he mourned. It was just again. It's. It's just. It's just thinking how differently we all mourn. How differently we all handle yeah. it. And, and like you said, I don't know him. I probably know him. Not. He probably knows his dad slightly more than me, just based on how he explained it. And I was about to cry. So like. Yeah, but you you react to it differently. Exactly, than he does. exactly. That's it's just just yeah. taking notes and making those observations about how, just how differently people grieve. Like yeah. that's all it was. That's uh, that yeah. was my point of discussion. Like I've even like when my, 
I was I was afraid when Eugene died that if I saw him like at at his wake that I, that was gonna be be how I pictured him forever. Yeah, no. Because it kind of happened with my uncle. Okay. When I saw my uncle at the hospice, every time I think of my uncle, I think of that. Yeah. And it's never changed. But with his Eugene. With Eugene, it really hasn't. Like I never think of that Eugene. Thankfully, I always just yeah. think of Eugene. Yeah. You know, but with my uncle, I I first think of that, and then I have to like. F- fight the other memories to come on top of that. Probably that's always the first one. It's probably because you saw him in such a such a bad state. Yeah. Eugene, we, we only saw him after the fact, and his, he wasn't in any pain. He was just there, a corpse. It wasn't really him anymore. Mm-hmm. So the last memory you saw of him, last memory you have of him, was a good memory. He was alive, he was fine, he was happy. Yeah. So I think that's the difference there. Yeah. But uh, I was definitely afraid that I was just going to think of... I do still think of, you know, his wake. But I thought that was going to be my first thought of Eugene all the time. But... No, I I, I hope not. It's good that it wasn't. But yeah, so... I'm sure to some people it would be, though. No, I... It just depends on the person. I mean, like, I remember that a lot. It's not my first thought of him, but I remember it a lot. Because that was... That was the point. It was like, I, I was crying throughout, but... It didn't fucking hit me until I saw his body. Once I saw his body, it just fucking like like punched me in the face, and that's when I started bawling so fucking hard. So that's why I remember that a lot. Yeah. Because that moment was like a huge emotional trauma for me. Just like, because I was just like, yeah, I was crying and I was really sad leading up to it, but then like just seeing his body and finally like recognizing and accepting that he was gone is what killed me, and then boom, I lost it. Like for the for like the, that's the worst I've broken down over Eugene. I didn't cry that I didn't cry as badly ever since. I have cried, not no doubt. Like I have cried about him, but just like that was the worst it's been. Like that was the zenith of my mourning. I think. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. In case you guys didn't know, it's it's been about a year. It'll be a year in about a week. Um, since the, Eugene passed. The away. day after this podcast comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the day after this podcast comes out. If you're listening to this, you're listening to this on February fourth. Some of us are gonna be kind of sad. <laughs> some of us here in the studio is gonna are gonna be pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so. is what it is, and it's just like when when you think of this, it's like because the moment it happens is it, the hardest thing in the world, yeah. right? And for me, it was always harder up until the wake. After the wake, I felt like I felt more at peace with it. Like, I didn't, like, not feel, you know, not sad anymore, but I felt at peace with it. But at those moments when it happens, you almost think, like, you're just never going to come out of that. And it's just so crazy to just see life after it and think about how life just goes on. Yeah, that bothered me. Even though it's, like, it it doesn't bother me. It bothered me a bit. It's just a fact of, like, how weird it is that... Someone who is so in your life all of a sudden is not there, not there but anymore. life goes on just the same. Yeah. And it's just so like such a weird concept. Yeah, because it's hard to wrap my head around it. Yeah, it's it's just like like how how the fuck how is this life how is life how like this? Going, you know what I mean? Knowing that this person was such a big part of your life is just yeah. not there anymore. Yeah, you just have to keep going. Yeah, and it's not like I I I I knew from the moment it happened that life was gonna continue, but. but it, feeling it yeah like i, I encountering I, it to me it's like i feel like i've i've like i've learned to accept it and i feel okay with it but it's just like whenever i think about it i just think it's fucking so fucking weird yeah. so weird 
because it, it affects you so much, but at the same time, not that much. You know what I mean? The fuck? Was that Eugene? That's probably Eugene's ghost. What the fuck, man? And ca- okay, so if you guys didn't hear that, <laughs> we were just talking about Eugene, and all of a sudden, I think it was Maria's eyeliner, who it, it just randomly fell off the shelf. That was like Eugene, yo, yo what up? Yeah, like, stop talking about me. <laughs> yeah, <pussy."> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Yeah, but it's, uh, I don't know, I just think it's really, I just think it's a really weird concept. It to is. just continue just fine. Because it doesn't affect me in my day-to-day life. I still go to work. I still yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah. I still do that. It's just That's like it. he's he's not there. It's and, just the knowledge. You yeah, know? and it's like I don't notice it until I stop to think about it. Mm-hmm. Same, you know what yeah. I mean? Like at all. I don't I don't notice it whatsoever until I think about it. Yeah. yeah. I just, I've personally have been like sliding through the Kubler-Ross stages of grief for the past year like it's just so there there are times where i feel like i've accepted it and then there are times where i slide into a weird different phase of like just the other day i was in the marketing phase i was just like why did it have to be him i'd rather it be me i'd rather bar yeah the marketing stage where i'm just like why could why can't i just take his place you know, I, I go, I go, I slide through different stages a lot. Yeah. It's probably the depression, but like, I slide through the different stages quite a bit. And but you know, for the good portion of the year, I was in acceptance. I just slid. I just kind of regressed a little bit. Yeah. But you know, the the stages are not linear. Like you can go through that's different one, stages in different orders. That's one I haven't gone through. Like I never thought, why wasn't it me, or why wasn't it this person, or why wasn't it just a random person, or why yeah. wasn't it a fucking asshole around the world? Yeah. I just didn't. I just thought like it. Like, it is what it is. I just had to, like, struggle to accept it. Like, I never thought of anything else. And I was just, instead of thinking that, I was just fucking mad at him. I was just saying that it's his fucking fault. That is, well, that's stage. So that's a I was stage. Just, I was just mad. And then the when, anger stage. once his mom told me, don't be mad at him, like, just it just left. I stopped being mad at him altogether. Like, I just never was angry with him again. Again, yeah. I, I just figured I... It's my. It's just depression for me. Like I just different ways of looking at it, and plus, like you know, everybody goes through different stages, and some don't go through some stages at all. Like you probably never dealt with the bargaining stage at all. Well, I I did a good portion of it, you know. Yeah, just like I never got to the second stage on Comic Zone. Yeah. That video game was fucking hard. It was. Yeah. Well, okay, let's bring it back up for a little bit. <laughs> um, better have some funny shit, bro. I think I do. So uh, let's get into get a load of this. Do 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 do. Get a load of this. Ah. Is this the dark version? Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, I, I, it's the only one I could give you right now. The, the Milky Mah- the Milky McConaughey <laughs> explanation right there. You just mumbled your way through that explanation. What were you gonna say right before that? Um, Milky Mahanahay? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I, I, I spit it out properly. Milky ma- Mahogany. <laughs> Milky Mahogany. Um, Mahogany Jones. That's a good name for a detective. I need to actually Jones. sit down and write a better intro for this fucking um, segment because, like, I, I just kept winging it and I, I, I wanted, I kept making it bad on purpose because I thought it was funny that we were making it bad. Mm-hmm. But um, I just got to sit down and write a good one. But if, in case you didn't know by now, after 200 episodes, it's our weird news segment. 200 and what? 41. This is the 241st episode. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, I, this one, I got one from the HuffPost. Like, we have to cut it short because, you know, we're talking too much. Um, the fir- This one is from the HuffPost, posted on January 18th. Damn, more like the Puff Post, am I right? Yes. Puff Puff Pass Post. <laughs> Written by David Lore. Oh, so is that they- your boy this time? No. Well, he doesn't write for the HuffPost. 
I thought he writes for everything. He writes for UPI oh. and probably some from uh, some other. What's his name ben, ben Hooper. Yeah, Ben Hooper. Ever since you messaged him, he stopped writing, bro. I feel like I feel like he did something. <laughs> I think he affected his I, career. I fucked him up. Yeah, he really fucked him up. He's like he thinks he has like stalkers now, and he's in this fucking. Probably. Locked himself he, up he probably in his thinks room. he has ligma. I'm not gonna ask. <laughs> anyway, um, so this fucking moron, um, he was so he was used as a, as a case study in um, um, a recent medical journal. They don't they didn't reveal who he was because he never sat down and and like uh, participated in the study. They're just like this is the weirdest fucking thing. We need to write about it. So he's a, he's an Irish guy, I believe. Um, he went to the he went to the emergency room one day because he was complaining very badly of like back pain and then um so uh he, he apparently he hurt his back uh several like about a year and a half ago and um so she was like okay it's really really bad i need to go to the emergency room we need to figure out what's wrong with it uh but then i think they let me see i think they x-rayed him um when they were examining him they found that his arm his right arm was very swollen and and, and inflamed and they're like, what the fuck's going on with your arm? Just completely unexpected. They knew something was wrong. So they asked him about it, aside, mm. aside from his back. He goes, oh, yeah. I, when I hurt my back, um, I decided to start to start up um, uh, like um, a medical tr- uh, regimen where I would use my own cum and inject it in my arm to relieve me of the back pain. <laughs> Why would he inject it in his arm, not his back? <laughs> he gives literally no explanation. He said he devised his own cure <laughs> without ever consulting with any doctors. He just made this up. All right, let me ask you this. This might be a weird question, but how thick is your cum? Um, you think it's injectable thick, or is like it's thin enough to you get injected with a needle? I don't know. It depends. Depends on what. Like the, some the days, day, is, depends yeah, on what you eat. I, I don't. I don't know what. Like I can't explain <laughs> what causes the, the the fucking consistency of it, but the consistency is different from time to time. Yes. What about you, John? Is it normally like thick? I know John's probably got some thick ass nut, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. That fucking. That's non-injectable thick, huh? Yeah, that glazed donut thick. Damn boy. What yeah. about you? <laughs> it depends on the day. Yeah, it depends right? on Because it changes. The consistency. Nah, mine's always thick. Change. Always oh, fucking always rich thick. vitamin. Is it two C's? Maybe. Two C's, this guy. Yeah. Fuck. But it's like, okay, first of all, I guess he has thin enough cum to yeah, inject in I his guess. arm. So, uh, <laughs> so well, did, he, did he cure himself? No, of course he didn't. But uh, let's <laughs> not be stupid here. Be, be <laughs> imagine he cured his arm. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. So he's pretty much injecting like calcium into his fucking arm, and then, okay, so what made what made him think to inject it into his arm, not he, his back? Again, I he I don't Can't think he was there for long enough for them to. F- Ask him like did they just throw him in the garbage after they found that out? No, no, no. They treated (laughs) they treated his back, and once once they treated his back, he's like, I'm I'm done. Bye. He just left. So his arm still swollen with all the cuts. Yeah. He didn't want it to be treated. He he was he seemed like he was convinced it was the right thing to do. So he never bothered like what even though they questioned him about it, he goes, Yeah, I know that's what I've been doing, and that's what I'm gonna do. And then still doing it. 
I don't know if he's still doing it because again, oh, wait, he, he what did left. They, what did they notice in his arm? It was swollen. It was very swollen and 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 red and, and inflamed. So they asked him like, "What the fuck is that?" And he explained himself. Oh, it's just not. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, not. It's I've been not. injecting once a month for the past eighteen months. Once a month. How much? Once a month. I don't know. You think like liters, pints? Nah, quarts. Has, has to be not that much. Uh, or do you think he collects it for the month and then he injects all whole shit <laughs> into so, his yeah. fucking arm? <laughs> Man, that guy must be not afraid of or not queasy about needles. He's like, I'm gonna yeah, do I guess so. Needles. If he's doing it to himself, and he because th- he thinks it's gonna leave him of, of his back pain. Anyway, but he the- thinks it, apparently up to him it works. <laughs> Uh, he thinks it works, yeah. Even after he had to go in for people to help him, he thinks it well, works. Well, no, like, I don't think he <laughs> relates to two because the reason why he went in was because he hurt his back again, I think. Okay. And the sperm didn't then fix it the second time? I'm not sure. Like, it's, <laughs> now, no, 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 no not very, about that. It's just like, it's not very clear why he went to it. But uh, like, if something happened that made him have really bad back pain that day specifically, um, I think is that he, he hurt his back again. And, um, and why wouldn't he just inject more cum? I'm not sure. Like, be, it would just, definitely fix it. The only thing is <laughs> if he thinks it's the cure. Okay. So this is where the paragraph gets like a little, un, like it makes me unsure like of what he's talking about. The man reportedly said he had purchased the hypodermic needle online and had been injecting himself once a month for the past 18 months. Before visiting the doctor, he said he hurt his lower back while lifting a heavy object and gave himself three doses. So th- <laughs> if if I'm reading that properly, he just recently hurt his back again, and, and then he decided, injected himself. He injected again. himself three times, and was like, "This isn't helping. I need to go to the doctor." So he wanted that fast acting tenactin boy. Clearly, he wanted that. Yeah. He wanted three nuts into the arm, and we set like backs fixed. It's like glue, boy. I, I really want to know if it was his cum or someone else's cum. <laughs> I hope he's, it's no. It's his cum. Oh, it's okay. his cum. He said it was his cum. Oh, he said it. He said it. He's, he's he didn't go around buying like crackheads cum. Yo, come into oh, this thing. Why would you need to buy someone else's cum when you can produce it yourself? I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe his... he already nutted too many times that day. Yeah, maybe his is not pure. Maybe his is too thick. Yeah, yeah. too <laughs> Maybe he's like, maybe he got that SPJ nut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that that, that thick baby boy nut. You know what I mean? Glazed donut boy. That shower. <laughs> that that shower. Glazed donut from where? Because some places is not is like a very thin layer, and some places that's like Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. That's like the holy grail that fucking glazed donuts, huh? man. Is it? Holy grail yeah. glaze. Dog, when I was when I was young, they would buy so many fucking glazed donuts from Krispy Kreme because we lived like five blocks down from it. That I got sick of it. If I eat like a glazed donut now, I puke. Like if I just smell it, like I feel like I'm gonna puke. Wow, okay. it probably reminds you of scum. <laughs> anyway, that's to get. That's the yeah, I'm sure that's the main thing, you know. Ah, uh, you know it is. Yeah, because then I was it, little, it I used to gargle like... the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to deep throat donuts. Fucking fucking blender. Uh, anyway, that's the other get a little. Will of this. it blend? <laughs> oh, remember that YouTube channel? Will it blend? <laughs> Will it blend? <laughs> Here's my dick and balls. Will it blend? Let's see if get a load of this. You remember that? No, I don't know what you're talking oh, about. We're about to make it. It was like the OG like YouTube channel. It was like, apparently there was like this super blender, so they made a YouTube channel for it with this like scientist dude who would say, Will it blend? And just and just it's not there anymore? Blend a bunch. I don't know if they still make shit, but I know that was like OG YouTube man. Oh okay. Will back, it blend? Back then when they went when they got when he went corporate. <laughs> When it went before, or before, 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 it went before Google bought them? Before it went pork rit? <laughs> no, it's a corporate. It's a corporate. He's dyslectic, remember? Oh, yeah. Dyslectic. Oh, dyslectic. dyslectic, dyslectic ass motherfucker, bro. <laughs> dyslectic boy. Dyslectic. Dislike dick. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't dislike dick. <laughs> nah, who doesn't, about. right? It's just the best. It's the most 
dominant shape in the world. Things make the world go around, to be honest. SPJ, do you have a semi-plot for us today? Do Ooh, I? Do I? Indeed do I do. I just Indeed asked I you. do. <laughs> okay. I answered your question with another question. What's a semi-plot? So how would you describe it? Because you, you shit on the way I describe it all the semi-plot time. Semi-plot is when SPJ reviews a movie the only way he can. By reviewing it? By reviewing it. <laughs> all right. So which, which movie are you reviewing today for are us? Are you ready? So today... I'm going to review, you guys ready for this? Wallman Origins. <laughs> a movie that doesn't exist? A movie, a movie that I saw in my mind. I'm going to review it. <laughs> Wallman Origins? Yeah. All right, so it's the origins of the Wallman. Now remember... If Only you, like OG dropping loads, yeah. like listeners will know what the Wallman uh-huh. is. Didn't it come out during the SPJ trilogy, right? <laughs> There's an SPJ Probably. trilogy? Yeah, you don't remember the SPJ trilogy where we had three episodes of him back to back to back and he just kind of went apeshit for three episodes? <laughs> it could, like I have to listen to it back, but I don't remember of such thing. Now, yeah. if you guys remember, there was the Wallman... Yeah. Right? But then there was the Wallman 2, the four dark corners. Oh, that's I true. I thought it was Wallman Returns. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I, I know there was four dark corners in it. Yeah, the only way to defuse that is when someone calls you awesome. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you know, pussy? <laughs> you don't. You don't read it. You didn't make the script for it. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know shit, bro. All right, so and every fucking episode of this podcast is an SPJ trilogy. Is a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got Wallman Origins, the origin story, the reboot, sort of. Uh, it's not called. Movie. It's not called X Men Origins. Wallman. No, it's Wallman Origins. Origins. <laughs> Wallman <laughs> Origins. Origin story. Okay, got you. <laughs> Wallman Origin. Origin story. Uh huh. Dude, that's nuts. You sure you didn't take shrooms before this? No, that movie. This movie. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead of time, and I will say I give it a two milky booty holes out of five. Fat two, like the most confident two. Wait, you made a bad movie? On <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm using my critical brain to review the movie I saw in my head. Oh, my critical brain. Like, damn, you got it. You got one of the, you got one of them critical brains, bro. Oh boy, I got the 300 Galaxy IQ. <laughs> <laughs> galaxy brain. That's <laughs> boy, man. Hell yeah. So let me start. So <laughs> 300 Galaxy IQ, bro. So I'll I'll give you the synopsis. Sit not sit. <laughs> fuck me. I forgot you're dyslexic, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I give you the synopsis. SPJ's dyslexic, man. I give you the synopsis. All right. <laughs> so, in the year no nineteen sixty-nine, the future? No, it's not the future yet. Oh. The future would be nineteen ninety-nine. But this one <laughs> takes place in nineteen. 19- 69. Ooh, I heard the best year for fucking. <laughs> the best year to be a wall. The best year to gyrate. <laughs> the best year to get fucked on. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine there was, like, like can you imagine just, all right, so, wall man, right? <laughs> can you imagine, all right, so, wall man, right? <laughs> <laughs> one day, there, uh-huh. one day, somewhere in some city. Wait, can, can, we, can we recap who the fuck Wallman is? Because I kind of forgot. Is he like a superhero? He is the superhero. But he's a wall. He is a wall. Uh-huh. And he punishes crime by gyrating the walls <laughs> that, that, the, that the villain's in. So the villain, fucks him up. The villain's stuck in the wall. Yeah, once again to that, once again to that room, he'll be there. And that ass is his. That, that, that ass is his. Uh-huh. And he can, Wallman can basically go to any house, be any house. And do any house at the same time. Be any house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
right? As long as it has a wall, he will be there. Okay. As long as there's crime next to a wall, he will be there. So he's like Ghost Shark. <laughs> he could appear anywhere there's water. No, he's like Batman, but like for walls. <laughs> okay, he's a wall. Okay. Wall Batman. But for walls. Uh, he's, he's a dank wall. All right, go ahead. The wall man. So what's wall man doing in wall man origins? So wall man origins, his, his origin story is that he was, he was inside a dilapidated house, right? That was under, you know, demolition. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, he was trying to bust, he was trying to bust a crime, (laughs) a crack den, (laughs) a crack den, right? Uh, Okay. So he, 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 he wanted to bust down a, a, you know, a crack den, but he didn't know that building's also under demolition. So, when he went there to fucking fight oh, wait, these crackheads... The origin starts with him already being a wallman? No, he's not a wall yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a cop. Oh, right? oh, he's a cop. He's a cop, right? His name was uh, Antonio Wallstein. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's Jewish. <laughs> no, wait, wait, I didn't say he's Jewish. His last name is Wallstein. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Goldberg. Right, go, go ahead. <laughs> so, so Antonio wanted to go bust. You know, he had a sting for a crack, a crack operation inside a house, right? Yeah, I mean, a building, den. crack den, crack den, right? So, but he didn't know that it was gonna, it was gonna be demolished that day. Oh. So when he came in, he was like, "Yo, freeze, crackheads! <laughs> crackheads! Like, Yo, your crack is mine! You about to get cracked up!" I love how you call them crackerheads. No, I said crackheads. I said crackerheads. No, cracker no, I said crackerheads. Freeze, crackerheads. <laughs> I didn't say it's, crackerheads. It's just 1969. People used to talk like that, bro. Uh. Freeze, crackerheads. <laughs> so. <laughs> you best not move, turkey. I don't know move, jazz turkeys. <laughs> so, so, you know, he fought the legions of... Uh, he fought the Legion of the Crackheads, right, to find the Crackhead boss. His name was... Oh, boy, I don't know. You guys don't want to know his name just was. Wait, wait. Just say his it. boss's name was what? <laughs> the, the, the evil Crackhead Lord, uh, right? Yeah. That's his name. So he ran the crack, like, in that area. Huh? That's his name, though. Evil Crackhead Lord. Evil Crackhead Lord. <laughs> That's what people knew him as. That's his name. <laughs> that's that's not how he knew. That's his name. Oh, okay. He so, had no street name. His name is the Crackhead Lord. Oh damn, that's his legit like government name. Yes, yeah, that's, that's his that's his Christian given name, the Crackhead <laughs> Lord. His Christian given name. All right. <laughs> I guess we know what his parents were doing. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing shrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were dyslectic too, because yeah. they didn't know they were doing shrooms. <laughs> and they they were doing crack. His first name's Crack. His last name's Head. <laughs> But he's the crackhead lord. His second last name is Lord. <laughs> no, that's, that's his maiden name. No, his middle name is Head. First name, first name Crack. Middle name Head. Last name Lord. Crackhead Lord. It's a crack lord. <laughs> yeah, cr- crack Esquire. lord. Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> the third. All right. Crack Von Head the third. All right. So so far we got like. Uh, five seconds into this movie, so <laughs> so, so so the wall man is a police officer, Mr. Wallstein. He shows up. <laughs> Mr. Wallstein shows up, and he's about he he's gonna you know he's get, gonna bust down his crack joint. Uh, he's yeah. gonna dim, you know dismantle his crack ring. Little did he know the boss. Uh, Little did he know that the boss, boss, the crackhead, the crackhead lord, <laughs> crackhead lord was there. Was actually had 
you know, it was it was legit gonna be the match, but he had he had the bumps in there because he knew he was coming. Oh, he, he so was a setup. He, yeah. So when he came, no way. He was like, you know, he was down facing the barrel of his gun, and he's like, "I got you, crack lord." And he's like, "You ain't got shit. You ain't got my crack." So he jumped out the window uh-huh. and remote detonated that bitch, no. blew up the blew up the building. He got knocked so hard, his the blast hit him so hard he fucking smashed into the wall. And it just became the wall. He fused with the wall? <laughs> yes. That's how hard the impact was. He just got fucking stuck on that wall. And then after all the rubble and all the dust subsided, he was like, he woke up and he's like, fuck, how did I, how did I survive this shit? Was he the only wall standing? He was the, no. He was the only wall that was not fucked up, but it was felt, but it was face down. Oh, it knocked over. It's knocked over. Damn. And I just picked a giant wall with like a face in the middle. And a badge. <laughs> <laughs> So as as he came to the fucking detective walk bro. As as he came to, they ha- they had him. They they he woke up and they were dumping his ass into a a pile of rubble like garbage. They were like just a full uh, wall. They didn't even break him apart. They were putting a full wall in a burned up rubble. Full wall. He woke up too and he was like, "What the fuck is this? What the fuck am I? What the fuck?" They could people hear the wall? No. <laughs> nobody can hear nobody can hear nobody can hear him and no one can really see him because he was so ingrained to the wall but as he woke up he rolled his ass out and then a, tr- a montage happened of where he learned where he learned his giant gyrating technique to talk with uh, what do you call it but where, like at Echo. A, was he like at a, at a junkyard or, or a landfill like just being a wall and just learning how to shake nah he was like at a at like a park <laughs> so they just dropped him off at a park. No, no, he, he, he got he got up and woke and went. You know, oh, escaped. He, oh, he went disappeared. To the park. Mm-hmm. So, so how does he travel? He just disappears. Like, does he disappear from wall to wall, no, or he not, just becomes in, in a different wall? No, nah, that's not yet. He he just gyrates and, and just uses his vibration to move. Oh, so, so you see a giant wall just run down the street all the way to the fucking park? <laughs> yeah, it's Wall Man, man. <laughs> All right. During the movie, some people confuse him as a giant block of tofu. But he assures, he, he assures people that he is not tofu and he's not edible. Oh, he says he's a wall. Yeah. Sir, I am a wall. So, as he as he does his montage tra- as he does his montage training, he learns how to speak through echolocation by vibrating. Oh shit. Like a bat, like HD vision style. Dude. So, with that said, he learns how to communicate. And one day, well, while he was training, he was like, he's trying to regain his memories. Like, why is he a wall? Who put him into this situation? And, you know, just him just going, being all gangster, <laughs> being, being that street justice we all love. He's coming with his fucking, his fucking trench, his fucking leather jacket trench coat over his wall self. And he's fight, fighting crimes until he finds out. Does he have a hat on? That no, <laughs> come on. He's look. He he responds to me like, "Come on, don't be stupid." <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you this: How the fuck is he gonna have a gun when he has no hands? He's a wall, man. But, <laughs> no, but I say, does he have a hat? No. He could no. have a hat on top of the wall. No hat. No. He has no hat. No, you're right, being man. ridiculous. You made me sound stupid, bro. <laughs> oh, and God. then. You know, he's doing oh, his gangster God. justice shit. He's just like fucking... Gangster justice shit. He's, he's, taught, he's, doing, he's doing his vigilante shit, just dropping all the criminals, taking out people left and right. He fucking raids house and just fucking... 
He don't even come guns blazing. He comes, he just fucking bullet impenetrable. And I mean, bullets can't fuck him up. He just comes in bullet impenetrable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he starts just, he just starts fucking planking the shot. People just fucking headbutting motherfuckers and Wait, their heads explode. He has a head? No, he headbutts. He just is like, since he's a wall, he just fucking drops and smashes their head in. Oh, he wall butts. <laughs> yeah, he wall butts them. <laughs> and then eventually in his origin story, he learns how to go from wall to wall, his like secret technique. So does so does he get back? Does he get back at the fucking crackhead lord? He catches him. Not now. At the end, he get he gets up to him. He gets up. You know, he finds out his giant empire crack building. It, it's a mattress store chain. <laughs> it's a mattress store, huh? It's like a chain. No, no, Where he no. Does sells crack from the back. No, no, no. It's more sinister than that, my guy. Oh shit! What could be more sinister than it's that? Fucking. <sighs> it's, 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 it's a fucking shoe empire. No he, way. He fucking he puts the, PVC pipes. <laughs> yeah, he fucking puts the crack. He puts the crack under the soles with a little tiny uh, PVC pipe wrapped in a bow and says, "You know, for hers, for hers, or for him." And ships it out uh-huh. right over the I over know, the mail, the mail and shit. You know, it's according, according to uh, they had they had a courier that you know they have a post system yet, but they had a courier that they fucking you know the middleman just goes back and forth does you know all his crack deals for him. Mm-hmm. Send you drugs through the mail. Then he finally he finally went through his his empire, right? All his lieutenants and shit. He fucked them all up. Learned a couple of techniques how to go from wall to wall, and then it ends the most gangsterous way possible. No way, way. He's standing in front of the in front of the fucking shoe store five like ten story building at night raining while lightning has happening. Oh shit! While lightning, uh, lightning, bro. And he sits there, looks up. He sits there. He's not even standing. Well, when I, when I mean sit there, I mean that he just stands there. Looks okay, up. he's a wall. You're right. Yeah. Well, I really mean Come he stands. On, he's he stands. He, he looks. He looks up and sees a silhouette of the crack lord. And then standing it ends like in that. the window. And it says and it, to be contuber. It ends with a to be contuber. Yeah. Dog. But wait, the Wallman movie you made up after that doesn't continue that story. No, the the Wallman's the Dark Four Corners is you know it's a con- you know this is a reboot so it's probably gonna be like a different <laughs> oh movie. so this is a reboot is it yeah. Origins but it's a reboot yeah it's a reboot of the first one I made oh shit so, but but the move the plot was kind of incontra- like incomprehensible and uh, very dank but I had to give it a two Milky Booty Holes out of five this one nah this one's a four at least nah I'm gonna give it a two <laughs> nah it's a four man I, I give it a two I give it a two for two reasons one. It's watchable. No, actually, it's not. It's on. It's you can watch it. Like it's you can see it. It was made. It might melt your eyes, but you can watch it. But yeah, it was made. <laughs> Second, like he's such a gangster. He says a fucking gangster's leather coat or walking everywhere. You got to take points for how gangster he is. You got to take one milky booty hole away. No, it's like add one. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's if a movie is solid, it's a five. So you would be subtracting to get it. No, two. this is a two. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a two because you you can actually watch. You know, you can see it. And he has a gangster's leather coat. That's it, too. Everything else? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So, too. so you're taking three away for the rest. Yeah, make it three for incon. You know, it's not. You can't understand it. The plot's too deep, and it's. And he doesn't talk, so it's like almost like a silent movie, huh? Other than when he says, "Well, only he can- says, hands up, crackerheads." At the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't even say. It. He just vibrates through echolocation subtitles. But, but he does say it at the beginning. But what when I- he's when he's de- detective uh, uh-huh. Wallstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I, what I've heard on the back side of the DVD, oh shit, or VHS, whichever, oh, the back side the of the VHS, VHS edition. Okay, I don't think that there, there is okay. a, a there's actually a voice track for him. So the original movie, you watch it first, where he doesn't say anything, just subtitle, and then you flip it, 
and you hear the his tracks. I, I don't think you can play a VHS if you flip it. No, it's like, a DVD. That's for the DVD edition. The, v, the VHS oh. edition is just, you know, how's it is. Oh, okay. So the DVD, it's one of those double-sided DVDs. Uh-huh. And when you flip it, you just hear an audio play of what he would say. Yeah, he has an audio track. Oh, shit. That's just, just that, you know, and it gets deep into the story, but it's still incomprehensible. <laughs> oh, so it's incomprehensible on purpose. Maybe. Some say maybe might be. <laughs> but I think I think it's just uh, not, not, not enough imagination. Or... or Maybe too much imagination. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe too much imagination. <laughs> you know? Dude. So, two out of five Milky Booty Holes. Wallman is back. I'm still Wallman for life, though. Maybe he, maybe, maybe they'll redo, <laughs> re- reboot the four dark corners. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What would you, what, so, Pouch, what did you think of Wallman Origins, the original story? At or the origin four. story? Origin story. At least four Milky Booty Holes out of five. It sounds legit, yeah, doesn't it? it? Does. Especially that part at the end where he's like in the rain and he's looking up and, and there's like lightning happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's looking up and then as the, as the lightning happens, you could see fucking the, the crack, crackhead lord just looking at him from like the, the 15th floor. Yeah, with his fucking crackhead eyes just beating I'm down just, on him. Like, I'm just like... Wait, wait. Cra- crackhead lord is a man, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just like, damn, this should have been another premium episode. The premium episode. It should have been another premium episode, <laughs> but you guys got a freebie. You guys just got lucky, man. <laughs> that was fucking gold, and we didn't have to charge you for that shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, go check out the John Francisco Promise Historia for Please the little price. It sounded like he said the John Francisco Promise. It like might as well be. The John Francisco <laughs> Promise Historia for the little price of $1.50. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're account. rebooting that too. Who knows? Oh. 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 <laughs> no, that, they can't reboot that story, can't reboot man. can't that. That's too soon. They had dinosaurs. They had Hitler. He <laughs> had, like, had, like, had a caveman watching a dinosaur <laughs> fuck another dinosaur in the ass. So then he saw that one dinosaur finished on the other dinosaur's butthole and created the idea of nutting on someone's butthole. So he went back. Oh, yeah, I'm just not going to spoil it. And that's fucking deep. <laughs> you can't. That's, like, the best version of that. You can't reboot that and make it any better. Yeah, you just no, can't. That's like, so, that's, like, trying to reboot fucking Back to the exactly. Future. Exactly. You just can't maybe do you it. Just, maybe, maybe the reboot just fleshes out more characters. Like, maybe that caveman has a more backstory than just watching dinosaurs fucking each other. Yeah, oh, God. Okay, well. <laughs> Dude, this is not better than... Think- like, I never thought of dinosaurs fucking each other until he said it. Like, it- that's never crossed my mind, period. Me either. Until that time. Yeah. In case you guys want to know... The SPJ trilogy is is episode sixty eight, sixty nine, and seventy. Yeah, that's oh. far. Away. That's a long time. Yeah, that's like that's like way way back. And then and then we have the the reboot of the sequel trilogy of the SPJ epic. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's another one. No, but it was it wasn't a trilogy. It was only two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the episodes was long enough to be a third movie. It was seventy four, seventy five. It's called the reboot of the sequel trilogy of the SPJ <laughs> epic. <laughs> Wait, I didn't name that. Episode. You did name that. That oh, was damn. you. I would. Damn, I, I'm fucking, not that creative. That's a fucking 120% golden right there. So wait, they're both called that? Both episodes? <laughs> the, the second episode is called the pre-sequel, the, re- the reboot pre-sequel trilogy of the SPJ. <laughs> that's... Episode 75 is when you start talking about Wattman. Does it say so, the dark, you know. so is that dark even corners? in the original trilogy? It's not in the original trilogy. It's in the pre-sequel trilogy. <laughs> pre-sequel trilogy, that's not even a trilogy. It's just two movies. It's just two episodes. I mean, two yeah. episodes. Just two episodes. <laughs> 
Does the description say the Wallman for Dark Corners? It says SP John, which is what we used to call you SP John. That's how, that's how long ago it was. Yeah, um, pitches a done. new lucrative property known as Wallman. That's all okay, I said. So, so let's keep it at that then. Yeah. Like, that can't be the last time we had him on three times in a row, though. I feel like after no, that, no, 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 after no, that no. happened several times where we had him three times in a row. Yeah, of times course. This was the Holy Trinity. That band. was just the tr- We just called it the Trinity. I think that was the purpose. first time we did that, though. The yeah, first time yeah, we had him yeah. three times in a row. And we called it a trilogy, and each episode was a banger, and we were just having so much fun and we just kept bringing him back on and then like I think it was like three episodes and we brought him back again and we call it you know the reboot pre-sequel trilogy and shit like that <laughs> the pre-sequel trilogy anyway we gotta end this it's too the, long the, tr- the trilogy they, 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 they don't want but they deserve right now <laughs> <laughs> they don't want but they deserve it yeah. <laughs> oh god that woman killed me. That bro. was a banger, and you know what? Yeah, you guys got a treat. That should have been a fucking sh- a paid episode. If he would have fleshed it out a little longer. Yeah, yeah it, it could have been, been like like 40 minutes. Hey, who knows? Maybe maybe there'll be a more fleshed out version. This is this is the, the synopsis. Isn't that this, like this is, rough, synopsis. this is a rough draft, bro. Okay. Uh, the roughest. Yeah, this uh, is like... Rough Rider. Is there anything everything we talked about you find trouble? I was like, uh-huh. uh, but they don't hear me though. But they don't. They don't. They don't. I got blood on my dick because I fuck now. Nah, I don't know how it goes. <laughs> Anything and everything we talked about, you can find droploss.com. You can follow us on Twitter at droploss.pc and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash droploss.podcast or simply by searching Droploss Productions on Facebook. You can follow me on the Instagram at droploads. And please go check out our YouTube channel where we have weekly videos going up. That's youtube.com slash droploads.p. That's droploads and the letter P. Press! Please, please check out the BS Podcast Network, which is a cool network of podcasts started up by the dudes at Pure BS. It would also help a lot if you guys went to the Patreon, patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network, and donate a few shillings. It'll really help us out. We're on two internet radio stations. The first one's the Mixed Talk. You can, talk, you can find it at THEMIXX.FM, which we're played at Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, and we're also on Cornucopia Radio. That's U-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio. That's C-L-U-K. We're played randomly once throughout the week, so hopefully one day you just happen to tune in and listen to us. Once again, Check out the YouTube every every week. At least one or at least one episode goes up. But mostly four episodes go up of different shows of all different topics. Hopefully, you just tune in. You find something that you happen to be interested in, and also and dropping loads. I mean, it's uh, the dropping loads YouTube YouTube.com slash dropping loads p. And also, I once again check out the Don Francisco Province Historia. It's our only premium episode, which I strongly believe this should have been another premium episode. He really just kind of dropped this masterpiece on us right now. <laughs> so, anyway, do you have any wise words of swag for us? Of course, of course I do. Scum. Always. When I when I don't have it, I'll tell you. No, I don't actually have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. So just know that if he doesn't have it, he'll tell he'll you tell once me, you ask yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. So, as an as an entire race, it, it, I know it's common sense, but we we should always, even even no matter how dumb or how stupid we think someone else's beliefs are, or any, or what they do, or whatever the routine is. We'll, we should always like at least put some effort into understanding other people's, you know, how why they operate. You know, we might find we might learn something about ourselves that we may not have known otherwise. Wow, very yeah. wise, very wise. And the more we understand, the more we sit here and try to understand everybody, like culture, whatever, whatever. It may bring us more 
closer instead of dividing us. Damn, I just dropping some swag wisdom. I just want to put my dick in his mouth right now. <laughs> I just want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I'm saying this. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> we love dropping love. Damn. And movie concepts. <clears throat> Damn, SPJ dropped some serious knowledge right there. Yeah. The end, some bro. serious nut. Some Tommy Wiseau knowledge, bro. <laughs> I man, I, I did my worst Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Even though I did the entire Tom, Tommy Wiseau voice in that uh, it's the pretty, room game, it was pretty terrible. But you did it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the laugh is what kills me. You like? <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how I how see laughing. Like, <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> Nigga, I'm a Hall of Famer, Lion Tamer, with two, four, fifth famers. Was it like American Chinese food? Like, did they have those same options? No, it was Japanese <laughs> Chinese food. I know, but did they have the same, like, options? No. Was, what did it they was have? all, like, Japanese-related things. Oh, really? So I got, like, a tofu soup that's, that said very spicy. Some and when I tasted guy. it, and it was very mild. Did and you I, put some Soyang Guy sauce on that? Or? No, I didn't put it. I, it. It was perfect for me. It was actually kind of mild and it had some flavor. Soyang Guy... Young guy. Right. I seen. I you know actually I thought this young guy shit was like just a may may, but I saw on the menu, uh, Chinese menu today some young guy. No, it's not true. Yes, it was probably it was probably someone who 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 thought it was funny and and put it up. No, it's on the menu. Some young Which guy. Menu? When I when I went to use um Door, was it DoorDash. Yeah. I saw there was a Chinese and I had some young guy. There is a Chinese place called Some Young Guy in um in uh, in South Beach. Yeah. That's a restaurant, though. That's not a. That's not a plate. They did it on purpose. Nah, I didn't do it on purpose. Yes, they did. No, nah, it means something. No, it doesn't. This guy. They, they, there's no way these Chinese restaurants are not on the nose with oh, with the May Mays. Yes, they are. No, that's too In much. In South Beach, definitely. That's too much. No, that's like that's like a, I don't know, some Caribbean place saying Jamaican weed chicken or whatever. Jamaican weed chicken. <laughs> I'm sure that exists, to be honest. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah, I know. You can cook with weed, so I, I'm pretty sure it exists. Have you, have you started it already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Loaded questions all day. Like, loaded potatoes up, trying to shoot loaded potatoes in my ass. Right. Trying to shoot loads in my ass. I mean, <laughs> Are you trying potatoes. to drop some loads on me? Oh, it goes full circle. Let's Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Robert. We're hosts of the Two Bobs Podcast. Check out our show at thetwobobs.com. We talk about beer, food, weird news, some pop culture, sports, and our obsession with technology. And just general BS with our own brand of comedy and sarcastic wit. Also, be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Bobs Podcast.